Hello and welcome to Sky Blue Stories. I'm James Pearsent and joined here by Sean Maloney. Hey, Jimmy. And no one else. That's it. That's just, That's just, just the, us. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Yep, just the two of us. I've I've always wanted to be stuck alone in a, in a room with you. Yeah, we're bunkered down. <laughs> uh, Doomsday Prep is here. Uh, very safe from the coronavirus where we are. Yeah. Can't get us in here. Right. But um, our fearless leader, uh, Jonathan, is not here today. He is, I don't know, what's his excuse? He's taking crisis calls at 9pm despite starting this recording at 6.06pm. Yeah, so... Look, the way I kind of see without Jono, I feel like the shackles have been un- unleashed. I feel, let's equate it to this, it's like Christmas Day and you've just had that big Christmas lunch and you sit on the couch and you're able to undo the top button of your pants and just sit there and... Uh, Everything let, flops out. Yeah, let, let it all hang out. I feel like it's like that with Jonathan not here. So, yeah, he's not here, but, you know... Glass half full, eh? Yeah, it, it's the freedom I've always wanted. Yeah. Um, for those of you playing at home, though, Jonathan did legitimately send me and Sean a message last night saying, please try not to ruin everything <laughs> we've built. He said it lightheartedly, but we read, we read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, um, it was a very clear, uh, very pointed message that was shrouded in humour, yeah. however, was complete serious undertone. I, I reckon there's a secret cap. Speaking, I reckon there's a secret camera in here and he's just live streaming. That is actually a camera. Yeah. So, oh, right. uh, Jonathan, we'll try not to ruin everything. However, um, you have said before that it's like hurting school children. And I feel like today that it's it's really, it's our time to shine, mate. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, you've given me shit not being on the podcast. Yeah. We're step, stepping out of his very large shadow. <laughs> a very large shadow. Uh, but we'll give Jonathan shit as the pod goes along. I think, you know, Jimmy, I did it out of love um, <laughs> at the start of the pod. I thought I'd get it out of the way, but it, let's try and intersperse it throughout the entire pod just to try and milk this opportunity as much as we can because I don't know if we'll ever get another opportunity again. Yeah, and for me it's... It's really just wanting to live my best life, especially in these uncertain times, <laughs> yeah, Sean. These dark days. Uh, this is the COVID-19 edition of <laughs> Sky Blue Stories. Um, that's strike one. How many seconds are we into the podcast? That is three minutes, three seconds into the podcast and Jonathan's deeply upset yep. at the first coronavirus reference. Grinding, Look, we had Alex Brosk on last week. Uh, Broski came into the studio. Uh, if you haven't checked out our photo, it's the wallpaper on my phone. Um, Seat is still warm. Yeah, look, it's it's you're actually in Brosk's yeah. Brosk's Brosk's seat. I've actually I asked Bella Vista not to clean it. How does it smell? Like victory. <laughs> like <laughs> a like a freshly mowed beard. <laughs> good, but um, I just wanted to ask you, Jimmy, um, what were your favourite Brosky moments from last week? Because he he was he's no ordinary individual when it comes to the Sky Blues and Sydney FC. What from last week? Because I'll admit I don't necessarily like listening to myself back on the podcast. No, but same, I, same. But I listened to Brosky several times throughout the last seven days 
because um, I just think he's, he's a brilliant individual, incredibly fascinating, great insight. Anything that stood out for you from last week with Broski's interview? This is uh, – I'm with you. It's the first – well, I mean, for me, it's the first podcast that I've been on that I've listened back to, mm. right, because you can't not go, holy shit, we met Alex Brosk, yeah. right? Um, he did have the sniffles, though. I just want to call that out. Um, he he uh, So, highlights to me, Zullo. He's a pest. Massive pest. Um, especially, uh, I love the timing. We didn't plan it on purpose, but I love the timing of him, of us asking him the question of, who's the biggest pest in the squad? And no pause, Michael Zullo. Yeah. Um, and then, what was it, two questions later, we had the Michael Zullo question. Michael from Macquarie University. Yeah. And he was, he, a young he, fan. <laughs> and, and as we told James, they said, Jamie, don't try oh, not to laugh I before. Well, it was more so Jono, such a... Tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, we said to James, just try and keep a straight face. I couldn't. Gen- and, and as you started reading out the question, the smiles, the giggles, and I thought, oh, fuck, you know, and, and no offense. No, no. I thought, Broski's going to. Yeah, Broski's going to read into this. I felt like I blew it. And Broski, I, he generally thought it was a genuine question. And yeah, I mean, more for Brosk and, and maybe that's a. I mean, it's good to see your heroes fail so you know they're human and we've discovered that Alex Brosk is is gullible. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Um, Um, Something else stood out for you and I couldn't agree with it more is how cool, calm and collected he feels in retirement. Oh, dude. I mean, really? Just so relaxed and Mm. not regretting his decision at all and and you hear so many stories about – uh, football players going into to retirement and missing the game, like having nothing withdrawals. to do. Yeah, things like that. He's loving it. Yep. He's loving it. What what struck you the most? He just seemed like just a regular guy. Like we're sitting here just outside the podcast studio, Buys um, at, the, at the table at the, next to the bar. He just wanders over in a pair of you know those kind of white cons looking shoes, pair of cargo shorts and a t shirt. It just looked like a regular Joe. You wouldn't have known he was a bloke that's won premierships and highest senior C goal scorer and yeah. and all the other accolades that he's uh, that he's been a part of and, and the like. So um just a really just decent bloke. Now Sean you've got down here on the run sheet something about Greek stereotypes. What was uh, <laughs> what was, what was I, that? I quite highlight? liked our little interchange of what'd you say? Oh yes. <laughs> what'd you say, Malaka? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um he cost a lot. Yeah, uh, cost of fortune. Cost of fortune. Yeah. And we'll get to, we'll get on to cost of fortune um, and review the something game else over about the Broski. I, I quite liked his insight into how, I guess he can't speak for everyone, but quite a number of the players over the years mm. would have found the, the Asian Champions League a distraction. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's it's. I th- I honestly thought he would have said I'd like to win an ACL, mm. and he went, "No, nah, I'm here nah. for the A League." All about the domestic trophies. Yeah, for me as an outsider, as a fan, I'm like, oh. Because I come from a Liverpool, you know, EPL point of view where you want to get into that uh, top You're turning into me Champions talking about League, your Premier but, League team. But, you know, <laughs> so for me, I thought like ACL and going to be able to take the club overseas and play in an overseas competition would be like the pinnacle, for better yeah. use of a word. Yeah. But for him, it was like, nah, we just want to win anything and everything. We here can on, here. Yeah, on, on Australian shores. I, I guess maybe that's a nice reflection on how far we've got to come as a footballing culture. As well, uh-huh. um, I, I think maybe the hurt for us with the ACL is that we haven't performed in the group stage for a number of years. As fans, I mean, um, the team hasn't performed for a number of years in the group stage, so we hurt but about the A League as a whole hasn't, despite one no, team. No, but we don't want and it's the one that. team. It's the one team that's won it. 
yeah. right? And that's screw you guys. You can hold it over us, and and that. And they're not a very sucks. beloved team. I reckon if like a. I Virus a, outbreak ran no, no, through no. their training ground. No, I reckon. Be fine. No, what I'm trying to say is, Sorry, I reckon if another A League team had won the ACL, like a, I want to say Wellington, but they can't be a part of it, <laughs> but because everyone kind of likes Wellington, and I, I think they most people are quite content with how well they're doing at the moment. But I reckon if another A League team had won it, there'd be more love for them. Adelaide did it. I'd be okay. Victory did it. I'd even be. I wouldn't be okay. I'd be. Yeah, but they're not. I reckon. Brisbane, oh, I'd be okay with Brisbane yeah. and Postacoglu doing it. Uh, Perth as well to a degree. Yeah, yeah. No, not anymore. Jets, yeah. Mariners, oh. go Mariners. I'd yep. love to see them do it. Yep. Just win a game first. Um, but look, fantastic. Broski was an absolute legend, so get on the podcast, read that episode. You're all kind of bunkered down, self-isolating at the moment, so there's plenty of Sky Blue Stories content for you to you know, sink your teeth into. And let's be honest, you're not actually working from home. <laughs> uh, my last highlight from the Broski interview as well, uh, which was probably one of the biggest surprises for me, was Caceres holding the torch for hate. hating New South, uh, New South Wales, Western Sydney, Sydney Wanderers. Wanderers. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't have picked it. No, 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 not at all. So I thought that was phenomenal. Um, in other news as well, now that we've covered off the uh, Broski interview, uh, as usual, we'd like to also thank uh, our podcast studio here at the Hills Podcast Studios uh, at the Bella Vista Hotel. Um, and on the back of the Broski interview as well, thank you for your likes, retweets, uh, shares on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, massive engagement and and we're growing, I guess, the, the presence um, of the podcast on socials, which is great because honestly, we're not doing this for money. We're, we're doing it for fun and egotistically, we'd love people to listen to our stuff. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan doesn't because he's not here. Yep. It just, um, it's just going to spur us forward. Um, Broski is nipping on the heels of Danny. Yeah, I actually listened. haven't checked today, but yeah. I, I feel like he might I think might he's be only there. about 30 to 40 away. So. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that uh, can only Look grow. over your shoulder, Danny. Yeah. Uh, Shall we get into some reviews? Uh, one more no? thank you I have. I'm no? sorry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes good sorry. one. Uh, you might notice if you've liked mm. us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you're a member of the SFCU forums, that we have a brand new logo. Uh, and for that, we would absolutely love to shout out, to thank, to endlessly praise <laughs> Mr. Jude Dolan. It is absolutely gorgeous. It logo. is phenomenal. I could not have done a better job myself. I just like how he's taken what I thought was, sorry, Jonathan, a pretty average photo of some microphones with some <laughs> scarves over them um, because it was. Good effort. Um, yeah. Um, taking uh, wedding photos, he ain't, <laughs> Jonathan, um, and, and and turn that into this beautiful logo. Um, Jude's also done the, the um, I think, the Cove logo as well. Um, and it's just a phenomenal it's a piece of work. A little bit reminiscent of that, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, and we are so privileged that he's offered to do that not only for free, he's put his own time into it. I think when he was travelling uh, as well. So, Jude, if you're listening, mate, we, we cannot thank you enough. Thank it's just so phenomenal. Much. And uh, Sean and I, just, just before we started recording, were gushing over it absolutely gushing. i'm like can we get it get it in t-shirts now and get it you know does that sound a bit lame but you know like t-shirts hoodies because the logo is just so beautiful it's yeah. fantastic so that's that's probably a thing so sean talk to me about the npl uh new south wales uh npl obviously sydney fc played the north shore mariners how did that go well mate <laughs> 
What a game. What a game. Where do I start? Okay. So why was um, it a good game? Look, North Shore had played well there from NPL 2 last year. They had beat – they sorry, they drew with Arpia their first game here with the minor uh, – yeah, minor premiers last mm-hmm. year and then beat um, Wollongong Wolves. Sorry, Wollongong Wolves were the minor premiers last year. So they beat the minor major kind of premiers from last year or drew and won. So I was quite a little bit nervous, like – what to expect from North Shore Mariners, um, but they absolutely spanked them 4-0. We spanked North Shore Mariners. We spanked them yep. hard. It was so brilliant. Um, I encourage everyone to get onto the NPL NSW website, Facebook page, and check the highlights if you so haven't you can watch, seen. you watch the highlights on watch, Facebook? Yep, through okay. the NPL NSW website. Um, Flotman, Swibble got two, and Kachowski got a goal as well. Um an almost flawless result from the boys against North Shore Mariners who have started their season very well. Um, they played at Lambert. Now, I know that we, we talked about how Sydney FC, the boys, the NPL boys, have moved their games to Rockdale and then we looked ahead to the schedule and said, oh, no, but they're playing at Lambert. So Lambert, I believe, I think, I'm taking an educated guess, is um, North Shore Mariners' home ground for the time being mm. because North Shore Mariners' home ground up in Northbridge way their ground isn't to MPL one standard, so there's. Do you know what those standards are? No, it's but there's certain criteria, maybe something to do with the change rooms, <laughs> the, to do with you know stands and capacity and, and yeah. whatnot. But it is not up to standard. So the uh, North Shore Mariners had their home game at Lambert Park. That aside. Flotman scored uh, early in the first half. It was three 0 at half time, and then Kachowski with a nice goal early-ish in the second half. But Swibbles. Uh, goal from beyond halfway from inside his own uh, inside his own half you have to if you haven't seen it James do yourself a favor and get there I, if that's obviously you know, dinner viewing for oh, us oh it, it it will be if it isn't goal of the season or it'll be like a top 3 or something like that so it, what it, happens with this was the goalie so far out of his box um, was it just perfectly to, weighted he the I'm trying to remember the centre back this. or the goalkeeper played it out, and Swivels just—it looks like he's got—he's got his back towards where he wants to play to the opposition, so it looks like he's just going to play the ball the way he's facing to one or two of his centre backs, but he just kind of faints and let the and lets the ball run along, and then he, which confuses the defender, and then he's just—he must have just looked up because this is all out of frame, and he just looked up, and from about between the halfway line and the centre circle, he's just seen the keeper out, out of his box and just hit it perfectly. Oh, wow. And it went straight in. Like Think of like a basketball swoosh, you know, nothing but net. No bounce and the keeper. It was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, and then his second goal was great, but Kachowski's goal was absolutely divine. A nice little through ball towards the edge of the 18-yard box. And you look like he's going to hit it first time, but he kind of fakes that shot and cuts it back in and then sneaks it around the keeper to the keeper's um, far post left-hand side. It was just sublime football from the young boys, or the uh, MPL boys. Um, interestingly, also, um, Ivanovic had a run in that game. I was going to say, I, um, I heard that uh, he got on. Um, so Ivanovic, for those not knowing, has been out for... Since pretty much the the first ACL game, because yeah. I, when I first saw the ACL lineup, the first game against um, Yokohama, I didn't see him on the bench. And then you know through the discussions and people leaving comments and whatnot on Facebook and the like, 
that he was injured and actually had, had stayed at home, I believe. So he got a run, but he only played about, I think, about 40 minutes. And there was talk from the commentator that he pulled up. He actually came off a bit injured. I don't know how whether that's been confirmed or not. Yeah, maybe a bit tight. Maybe just been pulled off as a precaution. Maybe you can start to feel things will pull a bit. So they said, all right, come off. And we're recording, obviously, at the time before the club's released ins and outs for the squad for the derby, which, of course, we're previewing later. I don't think we'll see him. No. So not making the bench. And the boys are doing really well, so they're probably thinking not a huge rush to get him back. Yep. Um, What else? Uh, Swivel, Holman and Faye making the NPL NSW Team of the Week. So that's three Sydney FC players in the NPL Team of the Week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, with Holman getting Man of the Match from the NPL. Um, so what was your impression of Holman's performance overall? If you got Man of the Match, what? Just control the game. Just yep. the absolute, all the tempo was just controlled by the Sydney FC. Things evened up a bit more in the second half, as, it, as you'd expect. They do have Penny Nikas... And this young 16-year-old kid, he looks like a grown man, Emmanuel Peters. He, he's, he's fantastic. He's only 16. So one to watch for the future. Yeah. Um, okay. But well done to the boys. Really, you know, Jimmy, whatever you did during the week, keep it up. It's absolutely fantastic. Friend of the podcast, Jimmy Van Weeren. Um Moving on, they do have Sutherland Sharks this week against Mark Warren's boys at home at Rockdale at, at Linden Sports Centre. Sunday the 22nd of March, 6.30 kickoff. They should... Well, they'll go in the game as favourites. Is that still going ahead? Actually, Jimmy, I don't think it will be now. Um, before you walked in here, I do this run sheet, you know, well, I did it. I finished it off today. But even after today, finishing off, things have changed and things have coming through through emails and Facebook and the like. It was as we were downing the six yeah. beers before oh, doing the podcast. And yeah. <laughs> yes. and With lime. Um, I believe now that all football bar A-League and the W-League final this weekend has been is being suspended for a month. So I don't think you'll you'll see any NPL and SW this weekend and for the next few weeks. Isn't it interesting that they're keeping the A-League going? And I know we've got uh, some time to talk about that uh, yep. a little bit later. Isn't that interesting that they're keeping the A-League going but not... Broadcast, money. Yeah, yeah, right. And we'll get on to the cynical side of uh, of the business a little bit later. Um, okay, so, so... As the season stands, and I think it's now being put on hold, um, we've had two wins and a loss. So the boys are sitting in third after yeah. three rounds. So, look, the young fellas are doing really well um, and they should get the win whenever that does happen against Sutherland. Yeah. Well, hopefully that means maybe a couple of runs... Um, in what remains of the A-League season at the moment, but but who knows? The E-League should be fine. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> They're I mean, all laughing now. Yeah, so. <laughs> Us with our video games and consoles. Really so. enjoyed watching the Formula well, 1 last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on to the W-League. Uh, Sydney FC obviously against Melbourne Victory, a semi-final. Uh, with, if I'm not mistaken, Sean, a 1-0 win to the Sky Blues. The girls got up 1-0. Lasko, fantastic goal. Um, early in the first half. Early for Green from the right right back, not too far outside of the box, whipped it in, and it's she's a poach, a very poachers kind of goal, a little volley, sticking the leg out, pushing it beyond the keeper. Um, it was a very largely defensive game with victory pushing it, get that equaliser, but... Are you um, saying we sat back? We parked the bus? Not intentionally. I don't think Ante has said, all right, we're up 1-0 now. 
you know, 10 players, you know, plus keep, you know, behind the ball mm. and let's just sit and hold and maybe jag a second because um, what I did notice when I watched the game was we still looked to play forward, still looked to push, still looked... I, I admire that the girls still look to try and score a goal and try and, you know, create that two-goal, if not more, buffer. But if I'm being critical at all, was they'd win possession in our half, they'd push forward... Mm. You'd, you'd look into our attacking half and there would just be Remy with a sea of dark navy jerseys or Lasco with a sea of dark navy jerseys. Playing the old one up front. The um, yeah, yeah, but – and then either one of them would put a crossover or take a shot. And I'm like, but If you're surrounded by four people, use ju- this. Just hold the ball. Just be okay. patient. Um Something that I did want to ask you that I don't think is on the sheet. Talk to me about friend of the podcast, uh, Aubrey Bledslow. How did she go? Oh, keeper. Fantastic. Yeah. She had an absolutely brilliant save. And I will get save of the round because, well, there was only one other game. But <laughs> download, download to her right. Uh, it was probably the only time that victory threatened in that second half. Yes, victory had more possession and field position in that second half, but they did little to nothing with it. They wasted it. it. They wasted it. They weren't very creative. So um, very deserved winners. This is their third grand final in a row. Um, They are up against the Matildas. I mean, sorry, up against (laughs) Melbourne City um, this weekend. Melbourne City absolutely spanked. Wanderers. Wanderers. 5-1. Yeah, wow. Bit embarrassing. The Wanderers tried, but it was it was David versus Goliath. Well, especially when you've got half the squad. Um, Cat Lee, Van Agmon, Carpenter, Simon. There's probably a couple other names I can't remember. Oh, the keeper, uh, bloody Lydia, Lydia Williams. So that game's going to be this week. I don't know. It should be played in Melbourne because Melbourne City finished minor premiers. So it should be in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, probably a Saturday. What's, um, your, what's your feeling on... Uh, well, and yeah. you know where it will be played behind? Closed doors. So we'll be behind closed doors. These are trying times we're in. Yeah, these <laughs> dark times. Um, they, ha- they had a draw against them earlier in the season. Um, Sofia. Hueta. Hueta. Muy bien. Caliente. <laughs> Got to get in, in there every pod, James. You know, it's oh, part man. of it's a legal obligation. I've actually heard contractual object saying, I've actually had friends start <laughs> saying to me, actually, this is not scheduled yet. Yeah, it's not scheduled yet, so yeah. there's no details been put out there yet. I guess they don't have to rush necessarily to tell the public because we can't be there. And Fox doesn't show as much W League as they yeah, should. Yeah, so really. you know, it'll probably just be put on KO and um, ABC iView or whatever. Hopefully. So, ABC. so, look, the girls will get to play this weekend, cheer them on, send them a tweet, I don't know, somehow, some way, get some support to them. Um how will they go? Look, it's going to be it's a tough game. It's going to be tough. It's I've seen I've seen City play a couple of games this year mm. um, on TV, and they always look threatening. They do, um, they dominate. They absolutely dominated Western Sydney, and yeah. then some. It was there was a game. I don't think D. it was Wanderers, but there was a game not too far back where uh, similarly they were dominating four five goals in a game. Right, so. The, the machines they they like to put put goals in um, more of a Manchester City than Liverpool I'd say um, just because 
Yep. Screw you, Sean. Yep. Um, <laughs> Top of the league. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. That doesn't anymore. really exist. Yeah, um, asterisks. Okay, so that'll be good. Uh, we will keep you posted on the Sky Blues stories. Sky Blues stories. I'm going to say... Socials. I'm going to be optimistic and say a 2-1 win Ooh. with a Lasco double. How do you say that in Spanish? Dos. <laughs> un. Un, un dos. Un, no, un. Dos un. Dos no, two one. Oh, oh, two one. Oh no, it'd have to be one two because they're care. whatever. Yeah. We'll if win. it's their home game. Yeah. Yep. Well, good luck um, to the girls this weekend. Miss you, Jonathan. Um, so, <laughs> our final review, obviously for the week, is the men's game, the A League Sydney FC versus Perth Glory, ending up in a nil all draw, despite a Luke Bratton first half goal that was called handball. What do you make of the handball call? On initial looking at it, I thought, yeah, that's a goal. Off the chest, looked at it again. I'm like, mm. I could see why it would go to VAR, obviously. But even on, on next glance, I'm like, no, it just hit his, hit his, like, just below his nipple, just like the rib cage. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a goal every day of the week. Paying attention. Most days of the week. It's a goal. But it did hit the bicep. But could you argue that the arm was alongside of the body in a natural position? So that was my take on on the goal, watching the replay, was it's down by your side, but then you've got the whole argument about you've made your body bigger. Well, where does he expect to put his arm then? Well... Behind his back? Far be it for me to bring up my Premier League team, Sean, but there's a certain Champions League final that I'm... Yes. Anyway... Um, so Luke Bratton, understandably, we're upset that he didn't. Uh, the the goal was disallowed, but and it was poised so beautifully for him yeah. to have that goal because oh. Jimmy, the celebration, yeah, the celebration. So lifts up his shirt and it says, "Stay, stay strong, strong, Holly. Yeah. Stay strong, Holly." Um, and of course, Holly being Luke's sister, fighting. Um, Cancer, obviously. Yeah. Uh, recently shaved his head. Uh, was live on the Today Show. Could I think tell the difference between him and Br- and him and Ryan now. So. Yes, yes. Which uh, yeah. actually, there's a video on the Sydney FC socials where, um, oh, actually, I think it was Instagram where Ryan Grant did a Q and A, and he said, um, actually, my mum's looking forward to it because yes. she'll be able to tell the difference between. I sent him a question. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, look at you getting yeah. in with the players. Uh, it was you, a little copy of paste. One you hussy, Sean. I asked him, who's the biggest pest? Who, who did he give? Uh, Alfie. Adam LaFondra. Yeah, he gave Alfie. Mate, feel free to come on the podcast, Bloody clear palms, your yeah. name. Um. <laughs> <laughs> An open, encouraged invitation. Yes. It was a relatively tight tussle with Perth. Yeah, um, a lot of back we, and forth. We could have should have won. Um, yep. And if you watched the, the entire game, we could have we nipped it. Couple times could have snatched it at the end. Um, Ninko could have been a Redders assist. Could have been a Redders assist, and Ninko got onto the end of it. Great run, timed it beautifully. Just wasn't chipped over enough. No, and then and I hate Liam Reddy. Yeah, can't stand him. And then I'm Nin- sure Liam Reddy hates me, mind, yeah. mind you. Yeah, so. seething hate. And um, then uh, minutes later, beautiful ball, you know, from you know Ninko pays it forward in terms of an assist. Pays beautiful. Through ball, I oh. think with the outside of the foot to Bahasha. on the Xbox. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or triangle for those <laughs> other people. Depending on which console you enjoy. Um, and Bahasha. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm an Xbox. Just, I'm an Xbox. just Jonathan would hate this content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still on his Nintendo 64. 
Yeah, I yeah. just I'm on my son's switch. What yeah. do I do? Yeah. Um, do you even get FIFA on the switch, Jonathan? Let us know. Uh, <laughs> Call at us. Sky Blue Stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, so beautiful through ball to Bahaja and Bahaja could have should have scored. Either one, him or Ninko, could have Yeah, could have, so have two really solid chances. Um, without trying to sound like a wanker of a pundit that I am, mm-hmm. it was a game played in the midfield. Yeah, kind of a game of attrition played in around that midfield. They were more defensive than us. They kind of more set up to defend. You could definitely see they had bodies behind the ball. Try and get us in the counter with the likes of Yukinazis and Brunos and uh, Castros. Um, they didn't. It's not like they didn't have their chances either, but... Um, I don't necessarily see it as sometimes when we get a draw, I feel like, oh, it's, it feels like a loss. It's, we lost two points. You know, a draw's probably a fair result. but It did feel that, like a fair outcome. Yeah, it was probably a relatively fair outcome. We didn't necessarily play flat. I've, I've seen games that we've won and played worse. Yeah, you, uh, the sense. Melbourne City game where 10 men down, cost a fortune, puts a goal in, 88th, 87th minute. I'm more um, thinking of the Brisbane Raw game that we won 1-0. Yep, yeah, we did play terribly we there. We didn't play particularly well, but we got the result. So, yeah, yeah, mixed things to take out of the game. Um, it was a um, decent crowd. Yeah, um, considering surprise. the overload of beer. Yeah. yeah. My Corona. corona. Uh, uh, so, corona. what was it? 4,099? 4,099. Yeah. Um, Sean, go That's to ask. more than 500. Yeah, much more <laughs> than 500 um, by, what was it, two days, the shutdown. Yeah. Um, Got to ask, what do, you, what do you make of the subs? Because I'm getting frustrated with subs at the moment. I've got two gripes with the subs on the weekend. Okay. What was your first I'll start in It's not like I've chronology. read the sheet. I'll start in chronological order yep. in terms of time. Yeah, it's chronological. Temporal? I don't think Caceres should have come off. No. Or, or at least... That soon. He was having a great game. And I, for one, enjoyed well. listening to – it was Brenton Speed, the comment. Yeah. See? Just loved listening to Brenton Speed wax lyrical about Caceres for a second game in a row. It's almost like, I don't know, the Sydney FC lawyers came down to Cork and said, mate, sorry, it's an ABJ's contract that he has to come on and play at some point. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. you're going to have to put him on. It's like, fuck, okay. So <laughs> what, do you, what do you think the benching's about? Because I, I not by name – but I got some heat last week about the heavy comments I made about ABJ. So why do you think he started on the bench? Well, I, I don't – because he's fucking useless. Yeah, he hasn't been that great. I also think a part Sorry, of it Jonathan, was form-wise he hasn't been crash hot. And B, we were going to play a game on Wednesday night. The Phoenix Wellington. Game. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And um, then travel ban. And then looking ahead to – um, the derby. The derby on Saturday. Mm. So maybe in the back of his mind, he's like, I'll try and save this bloke, save his legs a little bit to get into play 90 or close in both games. So there might have been some logic to it. But Caceres was having a good game. I don't think he should have come off. Um, so I kind of felt I'm it was like you. a bit of a forced sub. I, I'm, I'm, and I, I think I said this on the pod last week, but I am just staggered at Caceres' development since he, he came to us, mm. right? He, he went from being not a super squad sub but a pretty reliable squad player. Yep. Um, he'd come on for the last 15 minutes, do a job, hold the fort, a- and now... I'd like to see him start every week. On form at the moment, you would have to start him over ABJ. Mm. If you'd said to me at the start of the season that he would be... 
competing for or nabbing ABJ's starting spot, I would have gone, yeah, nah, nah, probably not now. I'm like, start him over ABJ every day. Mm. Yep, no, I've got zero issue with that because he's just performing so well and I will – I know I personally started off this pod being critical of Anthony Caceres and going, is he good enough? Do we actually need him and whatnot? I I will hold my hand up and shout it from the rooftops, the man crush that I have on Anthony Caceres right now. Um, so he's, okay, he's more of an attacking threat than ABJ, but in in Alex, but he tracks back. He does defend, but I will say in ABJ's defence, I kind of feel like he's play he's, he is being played out of position. So he, is Ninko? He's not a winger. He's not a winger. He's he's the one who plays. He can either a kind of float and just follow the ball and or and or b sit in that middle part of the park. So and, is Ninko, mate. Ninko through the middle performing. channel. Yeah, which is you know I, as soon as I just want to play devil's advocate to mm. myself, right? Because Ninko's Ninko. Yeah. Right. You can't hold other people to Ninko's. Yeah. Look, I get what you're saying, but if your only option is to play him out of position. And he's not performing in the position that he's playing in, and you've got a better option. You play the better option. Yeah. And you know what my other little gripe was was Trent coming on at the 80th, put him on earlier, put him on at the 75th, 70th. Yeah, hundred percent. You so saw what he could do when he came on. It was 80, 80th minute. 80th minute, yeah. Um, and we only used two out of the three subs, of yeah. course. Um, so yeah, I, I yeah th- that. That was what I was alluding to with my issues with the subs were they're too late. We've seen the youth perform. We've seen the youth save it um, and get us a win. It was at Central Coast Mariners, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Harry and, and Tilly. Uh, Do you know what I lo- would have liked to have seen? And I kind of only thought about this post-Saturday was having a third sub, take off defender, you know, play through at the back, Put another attacker on, push mm. for that win, just for something a bit different. Vary it up a bit. Yeah, it's, I don't know if you take Joel off and play through at the back, even take Ryan off. No disrespect to Grant, but take Ryan off. He hasn't been in form lately, Ryan Grant. He's he's better. He's better. He's not till his brilliant best at the moment. But I would have maybe thought maybe play Joel Ryan and oh, McGowan. That is. Yep. And um, and and Wilco at the back, and then play with an extra attacker. Put a Tilio on something. Just, just vary it up. You know, we're, we're ten points ahead. I don't want to sound cocky and arrogant. That you know, <laughs> we're ten points ahead. We can afford a loss, but throw a little bit of caution to the wind and have a go. But uh, I thought it was a little bit safe. Um, Bratton and Wilco made the team of the week. Well done to those two boys. Which is just phenomenal for Wilco because you know, th- 35? That's my age. Um, what are you trying to say over the hill, mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, Receding hairline and everything. Yeah, um, fuck you. S F C U. The forum votes. The yes. forum votes. Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Wilkinson's who would you 35. give um, Who would I give mine to? Uh, three for Bratton because what a class celebration yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and deserved the goal and, and controlled the game. Uh, didn't didn't really misplace a, a pass. Didn't give the ball away. Just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, two for Caceres because he didn't. Well, you got family ties, so you yeah. have to. <laughs> Not banking on those. Yeah. Um, you still need to milk that family tie. I'll too. try. Um, uh, but he, he did well. 
Well, he didn't score, but he created a couple of chances. Yeah. He controlled the ball. He had a good bomb. Uh, his link-up play with Ryan was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Ryan Grant, obviously. And I'm going to give one to Joel King because Joel King has been... Jono gives him a lot of love. Jono does give him a lot of love. Um, and I don't want to be Jonathan, <laughs> but he's pushing up a lot more. He's obviously getting a lot more comfortable in the role. Mm-hmm. And... I would have six, seven, eight weeks ago when, when Zulo was first out, I had the same amount of anxiety about Joel King deputising as I would about anyone deputising for um, Ryan Grant, right? Yeah. Because the two of them on the, on the flanks there are just so integral and Joel King has not skipped a beat whatsoever. Um, so I think he gets a deserved um, and long overdue point for point. me. Um, so what about you? What are your SFCU... Unsurprisingly, Votes. my three points goes to Luke, yep. goes to Braddon. Uh, two for Ninko and one for Wilco. Wilco? Wilco. I thought he was solid Team at of the, the week. back. Sometimes I feel bad giving it to Wilco, not to Ryan, and vice versa. Being two As in McGowan. And McGowan. Yeah. But Wilco gets it for me this week. All right. So that was the week that was in Sydney FC Games. Uh, the NPL, the W League, the A League. Uh, and before we go on to preview this week's games, Sean, I think it's worth pointing out that since Jonathan's not here, mm. it's all fallen to shit. It has? It has. It has. I just... we. So what's happened is Sean and I have broken for dinner. Yep. We've had a delicious meal at the Bella Vista Hotel Hashtag Bella loves you. Um, I, think, I actually think that's their, that their hashtag. Their that's their um, and in the interim, I've decided to plug my computer in, charge it, but it's the same cable that plugs into the sound deck. And upon coming back, we've recorded, what, a couple minutes of the podcast with the computer plugged into itself and not the sound deck. But in saying that, if John Owen was here, he's got little to no fucking idea when it comes to computers. Um, but... That didn't happen when I was in charge of the computer and the laptop and the recording. It hasn't. It hasn't. So you're lucky I'm still here. Your technical support, uh, yeah. especially when you didn't tell me that I was plugging oh, the so cable into the wrong right into on. the wrong port. The sound deck. Once Turn I figured out the mistake. Up, um, so time to preview <sighs> games coming up um, or games that we should have had coming up. Sorry, Sean. Um, Wellington Phoenix. So look. It, it was going to be on tomorrow night or tonight when you hear this pod. Uh, but as you know, unless you've been living under a rock, it's not going to happen at this point in time. So tomorrow night's or Wednesday night's game against the Phoenix has been postponed to further notice. They're doing the whole quarantine for 14 days. So it will happen sometime over the next six weeks. Um, there's about six weeks running into the final series. So it will happen sometime between... Uh, in 14 weeks' time in, in six weeks, so in the next two to four weeks. Um, Wellington will play all their remaining games out of Sydney. I'm going to take a stab and say that they will be based in in Sydney, like in the, in the heart of Sydney, and I reckon they'll play their games, their home games, and I'm using the inverted commas using mm. my fingers here, and I reckon they'll play at a Leichhardt. I think they'll the FFA, A-League, will want to limit limit travel so they're not going to base them down at wind stadium they're not going to base them uh you know yeah. f- somewhere else for that matter you know um regionally 
they'll base them in they'll the city. They'll be in the city. Yeah, so yeah. I reckon Leichhardt Oval, just or something similar, just throwing it out there. Because it's not being used at the moment. The Tigers don't use it. I think they do take the odd rugby league game there, but I think... I defer to you on that one. Yeah. Um, and I just thought we'll, we'll just preview the game when it comes. And when it does come, I'm sure it'll be an absolute blinder. Yeah, um, I'm actually looking forward to Wellington's first game back. Uh, that should be um, excited. They'll obviously be spoiling to, to get back into it. But we do have a game, an actual game, yeah, this Saturday. But, again, Bit unless you've been living under a rock, it will be behind closed doors. So it'll be quite interesting watching the game wherever you decide to watch it, all our listeners and fan, whether it be from the couch, <laughs> at the pub, <laughs> uh, no, at the bat and ball, something like that. Um, 7.30 kickoff, Bank West Stadium, the 21st of March. It is the third and final derby up against the scum of the West. You have to, have to win this one. It's, yep. it's kind of like when you when you go at soccer training and you, you're playing a game and it gets towards the end of the night, end of the training, and you know someone yells out, and in my team it's typically me. Last goal wins. Oh, you're so, that wanker. Yeah, I'm that me. You're, me. you're the guy that also calls six and out at Boxing Day. Uh, <laughs> and then someone scores, and I'm like, no, 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 no a few one, more minutes on that, that one. one. <laughs> Last goal wins. So it's kind of I, I kind of feel we win the third one. The other two will fail into existence. I'm seeing a theme here. Um, so last goal doesn't actually win unless it's Sean's goal. Yep. And you didn't actually beat Danny Townsend's team. James, <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I don't want to go over this. I don't want to annoy our listeners and fan Kevin. Thank you, mate. Um, hand on my heart, <laughs> and I'm not trying to. You, well, you always have a go at special guests. Um, hand on my heart. I did say that. Hand on my heart. It's not there. I'm looking at your heart. On oh, my grandfather's <laughs> grave. Oh, here we go. Yeah, and I wouldn't lie. We beat them. 2-0. Oh. Maybe it wasn't Danny. Danny, maybe anyway. you're confusing and the, the beautiful beat pair Canberra. of slacks. Take that, Broski. Get it up, yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> love you so much. Now. <laughs> Thanks for coming on um, the podcast. <laughs> let's have a thing. What, what do you reckon with the lineup? What do you reckon <sighs> Bimby will do? Okay, what I think Bimby will do is he won't make any changes except for ABJ back in. So you think you'll we'll see that standard uh, four across the back, McGowan, Wilco, Joel, or those, there's a possibility of Zulo kind of mm. maybe sneaking onto the bench, but don't hold your breath, everybody. Let's say King and Grant, and then you'll have that 2-2-2 two, 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 with Retro, Braddon, um, Ninko, ABJ, and Costa and Alfie. Yep. I agree. I reckon that he'll put his what he deems his strongest eleven. But it is on paper. On paper, like I have my, uh, I think otherwise at the moment. I think the likes of um, Costa. Did I say Costa in that lineup? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure ABJ and Costa. Yeah, ABJ yeah, yeah. and then uh, so it will be Bratton and Cassetta. Uh, Bratton, Bratton and Retro. Brat- so yeah, Bratton and Retro. Ninko and ABJ. Uh, yeah. Costa and Alfie. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think at Great the content. moment, the likes of Caceres and Bahaja have got their noses in mm. front of Costa and ABJ. In terms of performances yeah. and, and impact on the team, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And that's but a lot in front of Costa's big Greek nose. But mm. he's got, I think, Caceres has gotten ahead of... You know, and, and so does Trent. So, as someone sporting a big, uh, big nose, but not <laughs> of Greek heritage, yeah, I, I must just, take offence. 
the guys for, just across for, the Mediterranean. Yeah, for for uh, <laughs> all of us with large beaks in the yeah, world. Yeah, Malacca. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I reckon that that's the standard eleven will go out. Yeah. Trent will get a run. Caceres will, will get, get a subbed. run. Or okay, controversial. Do you put Caceres where Retray is? That wasn't on the run sheet. I've just Caceres on form should start. Yep. Will he? I don't know. But I think I think Retray just just beats um, Caceres in in that position in terms of a centre mid. If it was somewhere higher up the pitch, so yeah, Caceres for days over over Retray. So I think my my thinking around this it's is shame we can't play twelve players just so we can put Caseras on because yeah, he's yeah. been so bloody he's good. He's so good. Is I think I'd like. I've been most disappointed with us over the last kind of eighteen months since Bimbu took over that we've Ooh. played. Okay, the thing that's I haven't been disappointed because how can you be disappointed? I think the thing I would have liked to see more of. Thank you for the controversial. Mm. Yeah. Catch me out there. Yeah. Thing I would have liked to see more of is slightly more attacking football. Um, we we we've all on the pod made the criticism of Bimby that it's a little bit more conservative. Yeah, I, I have been a bit. I'm quite critical. I just think they they just play too much possession. Mm-hmm. Just be a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more decisive in your passing and look to play forward a little bit more often. And 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 try something else. Plan B, C, D, E, F when it comes to the final third. Because it's go out wide, play the wingers, play your fullbacks. They'll go down. They'll cross it in. Overlap, cross, Overlap. bang. Yep. But defenses are dropping off. They're picking it up. They're playing. You know, say with three at the back. Uh, be interesting to see what Western Sydney do at the back. Um, in terms of how many across the back they'll play, but. Um, I'm going to say in terms of a score. Mm. I think it's going to be a 1-0, but I honestly don't know which way that's going to go. Oh, wow. I'd like it to be us, but (laughs) this year they're our bogey team. Very much so. Bit of our Achilles heel. Our only two losses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had two yeah, draws yeah, yeah, on the weekend and Wellington earlier in the year. I'm going to say 3-0 win to us. I think I saw enough attacking uh, creativity and, and, and what was churned up last week against Perth, although it was quite a bit of a midfield battle, middle third battle. Mm. I think I saw enough to say we've got a few goals in us. Yeah, I don't think the Wanderers have the midfield to put up the mm. control that um, Perth did. And who did who did Wanderers play on the weekend? They played and they lost. Yes, and it sucked. Uh, As in their performance sucked. Yeah, it didn't suck that they lost. Um, uh, look, while Sean looks up, who who um, I should know this straight off. Yeah, the no, the Wanderers played. The thing, I guess, the point that I'm trying to make is that they didn't look at any point in control of the game. They were kind of back and forth. It was City, wasn't it? Well, yeah. Two weeks ago, they lost to Brisbane. Yep, three one. That was two goals to McDonald. And then last week they drew with City. Yeah. Yeah. City. I think that was a lucky draw simply because of the fact that they just didn't look like they had any sort of control. I mean, you could say in the second derby they definitely outplayed us. They didn't look like what they were 
who and what they were when they were against us in the derby. No, they they certainly turned up for for that event. Melbourne had, what, 16 shots to six. It was 65-35 possession. Um, I know stats don't always tell the full picture with the Melbourne City and Wanderers game, but, um, yeah, so I'll be interested to see how this game pans out. Just get the win, boys. Just get those three points. Um, So, you know... Can't let them have a clean sweep. So... I'm going to say he'll start his best eleven. You know, even though I think the Trents and the ABJ uh, Trents and Caceres have their nose in front at the moment, but they'll play Costa and he'll play ABJ to start, yeah. um, and it'll be a three 0 win. I'm not going to say who scores. No, we're not Jonathan. I do do that too a bit. Um, yeah, three 0 win. And you're going to say a one 0 something. Look, I feel dirty for saying it. Um, I feel like I've let the pod down. I've let Jonathan down specifically, mm. but I mean, Jonathan's used to me letting him down, so yeah. that's okay. It's like having a second father. There's always one black sheep in the group. <laughs> hey, Dad. <Yeah. laughs> um, so, look, I'm I'm definitely apprehensive about the game. Um, I I'm still incredulous that Costa Barbarousas is earning almost a million dollars a year. And he just... He's in the top can't. five for assists. assists. He's sitting like fourth or fifth, but... Still not good enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like He's been quite underwhelming. He started yeah. off quite good, and then he's really petered off. But we were still making excuses. On the first pod, we uh. were still making excuses. A couple months in going, yeah, he's, he's getting warmed I think I said on the first pod when we were doing old Sydney FC stock market, I'm pretty sure I said to sell him. And yeah, we definitely all uh, said sell him at some point. But, um... Mm. Anyway, uh, so that's the first game. But and I will say, oh, excuse me, being behind closed doors at Bank West takes the crowd, which would be two thirds, three quarters. We haven't even red spoken black. about that. Um, it will take the crowd out of it, the equation, which can yeah. you know, like when you play at home and those kind of cauldron environments, kind of acts like the twelfth player on the field, so to speak. Yeah, well, less chance for them to light flares and lose points. Yeah. So yeah. I reckon there'll be a break into the stadium. I don't <laughs> reckon they'll be able to help themselves. So uh, the criminal element will uh, rear its ugly head. We'll find a way. Yes. Um, It's in their DNA. So, yeah, as I was saying, that's the first game. Sean, there's also a second game, uh, which was the W League game. Grand final. which we kind of already previewed. We did already preview. I'm going to say the girls. Look, I'll I'll back my Sky Blues, whether they be – Male, female, or anything in between. I'm going to say two-one win and Lasco to get two goals. Lasco two goals. Not Lasko friend of the goal. podcast Sophia Huerta. No, she'll, she'll get an assist. Yeah, and she'll just be a thorn in their side. I reckon a two-one. They got mm. nothing to lose. Yeah. So now touch wood. Um, once we figure out or uh, once broadcast details are announced for the W League Grand Final, we'll of course uh, tweet that and try and get everybody uh, supporting, watching, rating as much as possible. Um, so it's time to to almost wrap up. We've got a couple of pieces of general business that we mm-hmm. want to kind of uh, tick off, as well as some Q and As left to come. Uh, first off, Sean, coronavirus is taking over. Um, we've foregone our customary pre-podcast <laughs> kiss. <laughs> or not on the lips. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. If you access our Patreon, you better see a lot more. <laughs> Watch this space. Um, <laughs> James and look, Sean's I, I know you guys have been absolutely flooded with corona through your social medias 
you turn on the telly, the you actual open media's. Up, yeah, you turn on, the, you open up the newspaper. But it'd be remiss of us not to talk about it a little bit. Um, yeah. So, at the moment, how it stands is the FFA has gone and said, a league behind closed doors. All behind closed doors. All the grassroots football, you know, your Premier League um, competitions through to your skills acquisition and all the local association stuff um, is off until April 14th and they look to start the season provided everything is hunky-dory um, the first weekend of May. Um, me, personally, um, and I've, I've bit my tongue a bit about this on Twitter – I'm a bit new to Twitter. I've had it for a while, but I've, I'm always sometimes been a bit hesitant sharing my opinion because I feel like a wanker more so than usual. Um, but so, I, you, so you start. <laughs> so you agreed to go on a podcast where yeah. we record your opinion for an hour because you didn't want to feel like a but wanker I'm on Twitter. Friends <laughs> <laughs> and a fan. And a, <laughs> thanks, Kev. Thanks, thanks, Kevin. Love you, Kev. Um, but so and I, and I there was a I won't mention his name because you know. I don't think it's just not fair. He knows was, who he is. Yeah, there was a Sydney SC fan who was quite um, upset that the FFA hadn't mentioned any talk about uh, what about the fans? They need to acknowledge the fans. They need to, you know, what about talk about refunding our monies, you know, for a membership and the what? like? And, and, the, and I just thought... Uh, 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 hang on, refunding membership money? When we were only... Six games? Yeah, which they're going to condense down to three, I think they, they're talking about. Oh, but I'll mention that a bit got to in be a kidding. But I'm like, if there's... The, the game, yes, there's television money and media money, but the game also relies on membership and ticket sales. Yeah, yeah so it's a big source of income. So you want to keep the league stable so we have a league to go back to. Mm. So consider it a donation or whatever you want to call it, but you take, my, take, take my money, have it. If, if the it. whole season was played behind closed doors, I wouldn't want a refund on my membership. Mm. Uh, I want a refund on the poncho <laughs> yeah. because that was that dog was shit. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Um, um, yeah, uh, n- no. Uh, okay, I- if you're the bloke that said on Twitter that you want to – I feel like John Laws right now because I'm uh, going on a, a rant. You need right? a golden microphone. Yeah. Um, it, seriously, if you're the bloke on Twitter that said you want a refund for your membership, and I've seen a couple of them out there, just piss off. Yeah. Sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> John is going to hate that. He really is. He's going to get on the Facebook Messenger later this afternoon or this evening and he's going to hate that. But I just cannot abide by the mindset of you want a partial refund for six games. Go and buy a jersey. Go and support the club. Yeah. He's not alone. I will say that. There's several others out there. But this is a time not to be selfish. Precious. Yeah. And be selfish. Um, Six game refund. Come on. Like. Like with the NRL, I don't disagree with the NRL asking the government for money, but like the NRL, the A-League, the AFLs, they're, they're an economic multiplier in that um, they put they, they pay for people's salaries. Mm-hmm. Unless there's money not going into the league to help them just keep their head above water. We're already making a loss. We've learned yeah. that from Danny Townsend. Yeah. Um, I know this might sound extreme, but you might not have a league. Or you might have teams drop out. And God forbid, we need the more teams, the better. So God forbid any teams drop out. Um, so I think how it is at the moment um, is a sensible, appropriate, measured response. They did say it's fluid in the sense that if things change, they will then 
you know, modify their strategies and methods and how they're going to go ahead. But I think playing it behind closed doors um, ensures... It's the best compromise. Yeah, it's a happy medium. It, it ensures that we still have a game to watch and to bide our time while we're in self-isolation and self-partnered and, and all the rest. Um but also protects fans and, and players and, and the rest. So um, well done, FFA. I think James uh, – oh, what was his name? James Johnson? What's his yes. First yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Is a fantastic operator and the game's in very safe hands. You know, very impressive um, press conference very as impressive, well. Yeah, coming from all his experience working with FIFA, the bloke knows what he is doing. Yeah. Um, so look, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and appease Jonathan just in advance. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was extreme. Yes, everybody's um, um, circumstances are different, but I still fundamentally disagree with asking the club or uh, the FFA or somebody to reimburse you for six yeah. games. Um, yes, circumstances have changed, but um, I might. It, it, it's it's sorry. It, it's just you you. No, 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 you're not getting a refund. You don't deserve a refund. It's it's paying the physio salary. It's paying the social media person's salary. It's paying the memberships person's salary. Yep. It's not just going to Costa Barbarossa. Yeah, it's not. They, uh, right? I think some people think it's going to the the big end of oh, the of the scale. It's paying, the, the, it's paying the kit man's salary, the yeah. nutritionist, like the ball boys and yeah. girls, a little bit of maybe allowance or whatever. They've they got might jobs get. too. Yeah. Uh, it's just it baffles me. Absolutely mm. baffles me. Um, yeah, because and, and then. I must admit, I had a moment where I felt like him because just Get before out of the we, studio. I know, <laughs> just before we walked in the studio, um, all that FFA stuff has now trickled down to yes, local park grassroots football. So my own soccer club, my own football, the Canterbury Association stuff, is now postponed. And then so I started sending that off to my mates because if you listen to last week's pod, I'm the captain as well. <sighs> <laughs> On a side note, everyone's paid their rego. So they must listen to the that pod happened. and they got it through their thick heads. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I'm sure but, we were But ironically, <laughs> the season's now been put off a month, so they actually had a couple of more weeks up their sleeve to pay. Anyway. Do they want a refund? Some of them <laughs> asked for a refund. Oh. And immediately I did think, yeah, maybe I should get my $400-odd back. But that I'm like, a lot of money. I'm like, actually. Which is funny because a membership to a Sydney FC, like you, you – GA or your code membership's less than four hundred. It's like three hundred. Oh no, so I think it was two fifty. Two fifty. That I think it went down to two fifty with the stadium move. Oh, with all last year, you know, it says insurance mm. involved and stuff. But I had that knee jerk reaction of like, maybe I should, if things get not, they're not. Post, it's only postponed at the moment. But if it gets called off, maybe I should ask for my four hundred dollars back. And I thought, well, I want a local soccer league to go back to next year and the year after and year mm. I still want to get this 35 year old ass around the field and contribute a bit who else is going to bring the bibs and the balls and mm. all that down to the field of a, of, a, of a week so I'm like they could probably have my $400 dollars as well if that yeah. means they stay afloat um, the one thing I did want to point out with us going behind closed doors and by that I mean the A-League mm-hmm. um, is I read on Twitter and this could be completely wrong right so don't crucify me um, yeah I think we're the only football league still playing. Yep. I, something I Yeah. There might be some obscure Nepalese league or something <laughs> in uh, the world, but... Myanmar. Myanmar, yeah. <laughs> Shout <laughs> Myanmar out to Premier our, league. our Myanmar yeah, There fan. is somebody who watches or listens from Because they're Myanmar. still in the top 15 of yeah, listens. That's weird. <laughs> who are you? Please, please can you reach re- out yeah, to yeah, us? Reach us? We have Twitter, all the social Instagram, media platforms. Something. 
We want um, to hear from you. Wow. What's the capital um, of Myanmar? Tweet us. Um, uh, yeah, from Myanmar. Yeah. Um, yeah, so interesting. Could be great advertisement. Um, what are the, some of the things? Uh, EPL, Champions League, Europa. You know, then you look at other sports, NBA, Formula League, the CDR. Yeah. But I will say they're all Europe, European-centric, yeah. Based. Except the NBA. NBA, but in terms of football, <laughs> in terms of football, <laughs> yes, I know the difference between them. Um, National Ball Association. Yeah. <laughs> all the same shit. Um, we're not them, so I'm glad. You can't necessarily paint every league, every country with the same brush. Mm. Um, people will probably disagree with that, but I'm I'm stoked. I'm happy that FFA's made decisions for us and our league and our country. Yeah, look, I'm torn between potentially the players having something because you can't control all the circumstances, passing that on to other players, I'm and it becomes almost a guaranteed as soon as there's yeah. a uh, an A League play that's league shut down. Pop, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, league look, shut EPL down. Look, EPL with um, what's his face from Chelsea. Um, Had uh, not Callum Hunt. Yeah, uh, Mason Mount, wasn't it? No, 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 no. He's a dark fella. Reese James. Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> I know. I Jonathan's gonna I, hate I, that. I, what else to say? Sorry. Yes. Um, and of course, Ateta as well. So once, yes. if if and when there's an A League play diagnosed with Corona, I reckon the whole thing will be shut yeah. down. So only a matter um, of weeks. But I can I'll say I reckon the Asian Champion League is gone. Yeah, done and dusted. And that doesn't bother me because it doesn't have to happen. Well, and as we've heard, they don't care about it. Yeah. They're probably like, sweet. Yeah. Stoke, we don't have to travel eight, nine, ten hours to Japan. For a week to be away from the family. And, you know, it's not like you're there and back in in two hours like in Europe. Um, So what do we think that this whole corona thing means for the final series? Uh, Watch this space. I think first past the post. We're going to get the first past the post season we've always wanted. And I reckon I did think that. And I thought – and I reckon – because we're not making six rounds. Sorry to interrupt. We're not making six rounds. Uh, we we the plan the plan is to, but they want to condense it over three weeks and play two oh, games a week. Me. Okay, play like a midweek and a weekend game. Which the the PFA the players f- association like their union has gone like oh maybe not that's not a good idea because it will put, you know, physical stress stress and, and strain wear them down your immune system when you're but tired. But they do it in Europe. They they'll play like a league game during the week and then they're. You know, I'll play three games a week sometimes. Yeah. They've also got bigger squads to rotate. But but yeah. To your point where it could be first past the post, I reckon that could be a possibility because, well, every other bloody league in the world is first past the post. So us falling in line with what every other league has done till since day one, since, you know, conception, mm. I reckon that's a very strong possibility. But look what they, uh, on a side note, with the NBL, they just canned it. Their final series of five games. And do they announce a winner? They're going to announce it within 48 hours. So Perth was up 2-1 in a five-game series. So it would be interesting to see what they do. Kings were the minor premiers across yep. the season, but Perth were up 2-1. Uh, oh, you know. right. So you've got to take into account a minor premiership. Against who was leading the five-game yeah, series. Wow. Anyway, I okay. digress. That's another sport. But look, I, I still think despite being behind closed doors and the like, you can still show your support. Yeah. There's still things you can do, you know, getting onto social media and... Engaging with the club. Engaging with the club, engaging with each other. 
you know, getting your mates together, hosting something at one of your places, getting to the bat and ball, and no doubt I'm sure the Cove will do something at the bat and ball as long as it doesn't exceed more than 500 people. <laughs> and you maintain <laughs> 1.5 metre social, yeah. <laughs> social isolation. Stick your arms out, no touching. <laughs> but it's, it's funny you mention what can you do, right? Because uh, the club put out something yesterday on the socials, mm-hmm. um, which was send us your tweets, your Facebook messages to show your your support to the team, right? So obviously the atmosphere is not going to be there on game day. Obviously um, uh, you can't attend, right? There's no way of, of providing that support. oomph, right? The, yeah, the, 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 that live support would offer. Um, but it's interesting. They're kind of taking things into their own hands and trying to be a bit more proactive, it seems. Yeah. So mm, interesting. But look, we've got very good leaders in charge of football here in Australia, both in a Sydney FC and FFA sense. Oh, can you um, imagine the cluster crap that it would be? Because Jonathan doesn't like swearing. Um, that it would have been if David Gallup was still in charge. Yeah, they got his Just opinion the onto the Sunday sports programs on a Saturday, Sunday on Channel Nine. Yeah. Good to have people actually know football in charge of our game. Yeah, but look, that's enough of Corona. Um, it's it's going to be everywhere. It's going to spread. But look, everyone, go easy on the toilet paper, um, and just look out for everybody, and just I don't know, just be sensible. Just yeah. keep a levelled head. Um, to finish off, yep, we had a plethora of Twitter Q's and A's, of Twitter it's questions. It's we my just favorite. We just put a general thing out there and say, hey guys, send us your questions. So, Jimmy. Uh, first, I'll, I'll take the first two, Sean. Yeah. So the first one's from Finger J eighty six A. Would you would no. you call him a fan? He's not. He's non-existent. He's dead to me. Um, yeah. So Finger J eighty six on Twitter, also known as Jonathan Finger, mm. uh, has said to us: If the season gets canned, what are the panel's thoughts, Jonathan? You know it's me, Sean. It's not a panel. What are the panel's thoughts on entertaining the masses for at least the next two months? Is it true Sean has offered to run Sydney FC trivia in a weekly game show cross-podcast series? No, Jonathan, it's not true. We have all the ideas. You have none. This is our pod now. I'm thinking of maybe channeling a Glenn Ridge, baby John Burgess, maybe like a, a blankety blanks if I said... You're more of a Lavinia Nixon to me. What did she do? Oh, with the turning Sailor of the century. Yeah, 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 or a, um, the, she was the Adriana Exenides, whatever from um, yeah, yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah. All those classics showing our age, yeah. all the 90s. <laughs> little bit. Those. Um, but no, trivia will be back. So I'm, I'm working on things as we speak. Nice. Should, do, should we live stream a podcast? Should we just spitball some ideas for entertaining the masses? And not do it on YouTube? Yeah. Or, 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 we all get on Skype and we take in calls. I don't know about live, but um, recorded and thrown up on YouTube. Sometimes that does happen with podcasts that I've yeah. watched and that I follow. So, yeah, it's a possibility. Uh, our second tweet, Q&A, <laughs> comes from EDU, as in education, or EDU yeah. Polaroid, uh, otherwise known as Sean yes, Maloney. Uh, how will you, we... Watch the remaining rounds. Now, Sean, I've got a bone to pick with this one because in, in a way. <laughs> not the first time you said that to another bloke. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> Very inclusive here on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I've thrown myself a six. It's beautiful. 
you're keen in the 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 Facebook group message of of all of us boys mm-hmm. of offering the house ser- hosting services of a friend of ours, Chris. Yeah, yeah, forcing right? it upon him basically. Essentially, why don't you host the derby? No, I live in a unit. He's got a big and? mansion in North Shore. But we want to see your space, Sean. No, you don't want to come. There's up. an idea for entertaining the masses: a house tour with Sean Maloney. Or like you know, what's that show? Your teal TV? pillows, um, <laughs> cribs TV. Well, yeah, cribs. cribs. What is yeah. that called? What was that thing? It was on cribs. TV? Literally cribs. Cribs. Yeah. No. Um, remaining rounds. I want to you know go to the pub. Uh, myself and Andrew, uh, he was on our second and least listened to pod. Uh, <laughs> coincidence? I think not. Um, <laughs> We just went up to the RSL for us and watched it there. Yeah. Although it's a bit of a pain in the ass at the moment now that the league season has started. They're mm. kind of um, that battle between what gets shown and on what best screen inside the RSL and whatnot between the league games and the A-league games. So we need a soccer-friendly pub. Yeah. Um, if you know soccer-friendly pubs mm. around Sydney for the derby... Uh, and in future games. And future too. games, of course. Um, please tweet us. Please let us know. Um, we will retweet uh, your venue so that everybody can go out, um, get the herd immunity going, which I've heard isn't a thing. But I guess the motivation between, 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 behind that tweet the was um, like what I love about Sydney FC and the A-League as a whole is it's a great excuse for the boys to come together or your friends to come together and go watch some football, have a few drinks before and after and all that. So I don't necessarily want that to stop just because of all this stuff that's going on at the moment. So, you know, going over to each other's place or up to the RSL, up to a pub or bar or whatever to watch it, I still encourage that as much as possible. Mm. Um, next one. Do I say the at part? Or can I leave that out? I don't know. You're more Twitter. I do the at. Okay. At Ashley Williams, 1995. Finals without crowds, possibly. Will the club do discount memberships for next season or a special end-of-season membership get-together fan day to make up for it? Uh, they do a fan day at the end of the season, don't they? I can almost guarantee it. Yes, they do. Yeah. But I can almost guarantee it under this current climate, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, no. Uh, so, Ashley, uh, my Even take- though that's a while away? Yeah. No, no. My take is no fan day. Um, my take is no discount memberships. Uh, my no. take is uh, that's just the way it is. Next. Yeah. Yep. Well said. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Uh, Nick Rojas. Or Nick underscore. At Nick. Underscore Rojas. Underscore 99. What are your go-to beers on match day? They don't offer much at the ground, do they? Well, even before we go, Joe's Kitchen. Oh, yeah, you do like Joe's Kitchen. That's your thing now. Yeah. We are taking sponsors. Um, My go-to beers, look, uh, I'm always partial to a Furfy or a Newtowner. Um, Furfy, really? Yeah, yeah. Quite like the Pacific Ales. You do? Didn't didn't I just buy you one of those? You did, and I I bought one earlier for you too. So we're even. Um, You bought me a Coke. No, I bought you a beer to start off with. No. No, I was first shout. Oh, whatever. Okay, you're getting <laughs> shut up. Now, look, basically with me and beers, it's um, anything but VB. VB yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, hard, super dry. Even go back to the oldies like a Rush's or a Two is New. I don't mind a new. Don't mind a Carlton dry. Yeah, Carlton dry. Um, Carlton dry. I, 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 haven't, I haven't been able to get into the Furfies. 
Um, but the ground, the ground only sells. Um, God, what does the ground sell? I, I don't. I mean, they only sell one type of beer, right? And yeah. Canadian Club and a cider. Yeah, or Iron Jack. Mm, maybe. Yeah. No. But thanks, Nick. So um, anything but VB, I am quite content with. Uh, um, or if you're gluten intolerant. Oh fuck, Andrew. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Can I pick? Can I just? Sidebar. Do you want to say something about Andrew? So we go get beers. You know, we get the round. We get our four drinks. You know, on the tray. Andrew, I, I would love if I could do the maths and add up how much more we've had to spend on him because he's he's celiac, gluten intolerant. So we get three beers, and then he has s- his own range of Woolies now, though. Yeah, but he gets his cider, which is always like a dollar or two more. So I'd like to be able to calculate how much he owes us. <laughs> <laughs> and there's our stimulus stimulus package, and then we can just share that evenly amongst the boys to make up for his genetic you know, deficiencies, yeah, <laughs> his his weakness, um, his kryptonite. So next question comes from at the Brox Facts, um, which is a uh, thinly veiled reference to Lee Broxham. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any Lee Broxham memories to share, good or bad? Uh, my answer is no. Sean? I don't have anything good to say about the bloke. He's played only for one club. I'll give him that. Um, maybe that just says no other club wants him, so that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, not much to say on him. Sorry. Can't, can't help, can't next, help next there. Next one, Jimmy. Uh, from A. Hackenen or at A. Hackenen. Uh, no, 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 you missed one. Oh, no. Arto, we'll come back to you. Uh, at infamous underscore Bruno says, are you going to wear protective clothing, gloves, etc., while you're doing the podcast? Sean. Uh, I scrubbed myself down before I came here, um, every nook and cranny, and um, we're in a airtight studio as we speak. So I think, and I would say there's about 1.5 metres between you and I. Yeah, 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 roughly yeah. that. Yeah, Give or yeah. take. Yeah. Um, uh, in, in all seriousness, I actually did get the, uh, <laughs> the disinfectant spray in a chuck. I thought you were joking. I'm like, yeah, good one. I'm like, no shit. Yeah, yeah, awkward. Wow. Um, OCD much? No, but, you know, the state that the studio was left in last week uh-huh. um, before the Brox, Brosk interview. Yeah, oh, well, I understand you want it beautiful for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it's now made me wonder about, you know, some of the grubs that are in the world. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, next one, Sean. Our favourite Norwegian fan. Um, Ardo, happy with the season so far. Pros, winning the premiership in a canter. Well, we can assume that, can't we? Some new records gained, played youth, back in ACL for next season. Cons, well, we've had a... Yeah. He's, he's calling it an ACL flop again. Yeah, probably right there. Two derby losses. Ninko not a- attacking mid. Um, and our style of player formation four two two two. Um, how do you think our season has been so far? Um, brilliant. At at the halfway point, um, we perform outperformed uh, where we were with the championship winning season with mm-hmm. Graham Arnold. Um, yeah. I think. Uh, over 50 games, Steve Corica has more uh, a higher win percentage than any other coach in A League history. I want to say. I um, think if he had a if, the, if he had a one on the weekend, if they had a one on the weekend, he would have had that highest winning percentage. 
Yeah, there was something about it recently, right? Um, But it's high, right? If it's not first, it's second or third, right? Um, So you can't fault what's happening. Um, I think we've unearthed some youth. Yep. Harry. Yeah. Chilio. My boy, Trent. Yep. Um, And Joel, of course. Sorry, I forgot about him because he's just been... Yeah. So we have... I just would like to get them to play more often, get more minutes Mm. and or start. Um, But... Uh, two derby losses here. Look, the my only thing I'll say is sometimes winning and winning a lot can sometimes mask some deficiency. So I'm, I'm sure Bimby's aware of them and is plugging away. But um, I I think I, I did like what Ardo had here at the end of his little tweet, style of play slash formation. Um, I think our style of play can be a little bit boring and predictable. Yeah. Um, and what could help that is changing the formation. And, I, uh, and bringing ABJ and Ninko into the middle of the field. Yeah. Well, and and even getting, um, but then you lose width, right? Because even if you drop um, Cost of Fortune back, no, we still get width with our two fullbacks with say Joel and Ryan getting high, and then your two left and right wings, your seven and eleven, playing wide. So yeah. I think you still have it. Yeah. Look, I. I when you when you think about it, you're playing ABJ out of position. You're playing Ninko out of position because he's he's better as a cam, mm-hmm. uh, and Barbarossa's out of position. Yeah, he's an out and out wing. I, I, he can drift into the middle if he wants, and when the opportunity arises, it's not his core. No, he's so out wide trying to cut into the box. Yeah, um, look happy, happy. I'm content. Yeah, content. Yep. Next one, James. Uh, oh God. You gave it to me because you can't yeah. say the name, can you? No. Um, at Ruch, Ruchesco, Ruchesco. R-U-C-H-E-S-K-O, at Trinidad or Tobago? I don't know what a Tobago is. Or was that meant to be toboggan? No, so I'll go Trinidad. Dwight York. It's a country, mate. Trinidad is and it? Tobago. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was like a sauce. Oh, I'll listen to Tobago. Tabasco. Oh, sorry. You are terrible. terrible. You're a teacher. Yeah. We don't treat we don't teach condiments. <laughs> All countries. <laughs> oh god, geography. Uh next. Uh Guna. T I D twelve. Type of beer to to be served at the new Allianz Stadium. Locally brewed. I'll say, yeah. Uh anything but V B and not not anything but V B cheaper. And not watered down. It'll be more expensive. It'll be mid-strength. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it'll and be from the big brands. Crap, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'd love to see some craft beers from the area, like Surrey Hills, mm-hmm. um, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, simply for the fact that it would be great to have a stadium that reflects the area. Yes, oh, it's yeah, Sydney yeah, yeah. Stadium. But you've got, you've got ANZ, right? Massive Beemoth, built for the Olympics, um, is the stadium that represented the country for a good two decades simply yep. b- because it was the Olympic Stadium, right? Yes, right. you've got the MCG, which is an institution, but ANZ was the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. This is being built as a new multi-purpose sports ground, but it's it's still in the heart of Sydney. It's not for the Olympics. It's for local sporting codes, right? Right. You've what? got the Roosters, the Waratahs, Sydney FC. I would love to see beers and things in there that reflect the area. Surrey Hills, Darlinghurst. But but also reflect the, the fans that are coming to that stadium too, right? Um, 
it would be great. It okay. would be great to have that sort of community connection. Don't think it's going to happen because it's still a government-run stadium. True. So, yeah. Uh, BJ Slowey, mate, if this is another he's trying boss to, question. He's trying to make up for last <laughs> week's know. question. Um, it had good b- intentions. B- before we, before we um, chuck this question out, Brendan, no. No, we're not doing it. We'll give you one. All right, I'm just setting you up for a fall before uh, uh, before we read it out. Brennan's question is: If you had to swap one player from the key positions in our first team, as in goalkeeper, centre back, etc., with a player from another team, who would it be? On top of that, you cannot pick more than one player from one opposition team. I can't do that. I don't have the brain power, and I don't like enough players. Yeah, we're a very simple. We're simple men. Simple. Very, <laughs> Very simple. simple. As we've S. demonstrated tonight without the supervision of Jonathan. And the fact that we're ahead by 10 points probably says we don't we don't need to change. We don't need anybody necessarily. I like other players from other clubs. Like I love Toivon and I love Riley McGree. Oh, um, Diamante and, and uh, Davila and, and yeah. um, Piscopo from, from Phoenix. I'd like Yerman back. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. But No, I would. I'd take him back. Um, but do we necessarily... What I will Dave say in terms of <laughs> what I would say in terms of swapping players out, let's do it internally and give you Trents and yep. Tilios and um, Harrys etc. more time on the field. I will give you a fun answer, Brendan, because I'm that type of guy. Go for it. I would take Robbie Cruz just to bench him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You've got to sit there and like it. I know. Uh, and finally, from CA underscore Wilkes, let's focus off the pitch. Do all of you play football on weekend uh, or socially? If so, what position? Who's the best footballer? Uh, and who would the Craig Foster, as in the senior football analyst of the group, be? Um, so I'll go with this first. I used to play up until about yeah, 16 or so. History, yeah, so I used to play up until 16. Um, Condor Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, back in the day. Uh, and they that was the team where we rocked up, if you've listened to the podcast before. Um, to Chalora, I think it was Chalora Wolves, and they were playing Cup of Life uh, as we rocked up for the grand final, oh, as if they'd oh, yeah, oh, as if they'd won it, uh, and we won it with I think four four minutes to go. We scored the winning goal, uh-huh. um, and did that two out of three years. Nice. Got promoted, didn't do well, got relegated, won it again. It was it was quite good. Um, what position did you typically play? I was uh, I was fullback, centre fullback. Oh wow! Um, if not sweeper, as much okay. of a sweeper as you can be at ten years old. Okay. <laughs> Put you at the back because you're fast. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, um, loved it. Um, wish I played still, uh-huh. um, but I'm kind of too old, too broken, too unfit. And yeah, can I? Spe- I'll speak for Jono with his footballing. So I've known Jono since U5, since we were, what, 10, 11 years old. Jono used to play for the club I run around for now. Jono's first club was Enfield Rovers. And he always goes, oh, I, it was the same club as Brett Holman, as if he, like, was friends with him, please. Um, so Jono played for <laughs> Enfield for a while as a kid. And then he moved on to, like, cricket and at AFL, played a little bit of soccer at school. And then I dragged him into all-age soccer after we finished high school. Um, when we were, what, 19, 20, we had a, a Strathfield all-age team. We were pretty fucking ordinary. If Maloney, me, if Maloney's the best player in the team, doesn't say much about the rest of them. Um, yeah, we had two years together and it was like a basically like a high school team. It was all us mates. And then a mate brought his brother and then the brother brought a couple of friends. 
So we were all like St. Pat's High School mates. And just grew from there. Um, but then it all fell apart and split off. Um, so I think that's Jono's soccer history in a nutshell. And um, you, you and Andrew still play. Andrew, of course, being on podcast number two. Yeah. Oh, look, for me, oh, I started playing when I was five, started yep. playing for Stratfield. It was my local club, all us mates from primary school. And then I had a few years at Irwood where I learnt my Greek, Malaka. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, why is the manager and coach calling everybody in our team Malaka? Is that like a Greek nickname? And then I realised, oh. It's interchangeable for yeah. literally everything, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, then I had a couple of years at Belmore Hercules when they did exist. Yep. But being Greeks and not being able to get their finances in order, they got booted out. But they also were a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> Greek generalisations and stereotypes. <laughs> so I had a couple of seasons for Belmore um, and they were also were a feeder club for Olympics. I had one year at Sydney Olympic. Um, but when I was 15 and 16, I broke my leg two years in a row playing. Wow. It was my right tibia. Three and a half months the first time. Came back 11 months later. Did it again. Did it again. That was five months. And then I was playing through school throughout, but with those broken leg years, Far didn't out. play at all. How's your leg now? Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah fine. fine. No dramas. Yeah. Um, uh, where did Jono play, I meant to ask? Oh, Jono, he actually had a, sometimes in goal. <laughs> I'll never forget we were playing against <laughs> Berwyn up at Blair Park. One Saturday, this was our Stratford days just after high school, and he played in goals. And we always look back and we call it a face save because he saved the goal with his face and just absolutely got knocked out. <laughs> and he's like passed out on the ground. And he's like, don't worry, guys, just play around me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? And then he gets put in the back of the ambulance and taken away. Really? And got stitches and stuff like that, yeah. Oh, John. Good times. Glad you're um, here, but mate. But he played mostly centre-back because John is quite tall. Yeah. Quite a tall fella. Mm. What about yourself? What was your position? Oh, look, back in the day it was 4-4-2. So I played... Left mid, not that I was left footed, but I had a good left foot on me, so mostly left mid. And then nowadays I get pushed to left or right back because, well, everyone thinks they're a, a mid footer or striker, so everyone mm. wants to play up front and score goals. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll play defensive. Nobody else wants to. But after I finished high school, um, had those couple of years for Stratfield, then a couple of other years for Stratfield with other friends and people I knew. And then before I had one year at Pagewood, that was awful. Um, again, I was the top goal scorer in the team, and if that yeah, right. and that doesn't say much about the rest of the team if I'm top goal scorer. And then last seven, eight years now, I've been running around for Enfield. Um, got a great group of team, new newish team this year. Um, hopefully, we'll get onto the pitch. Yeah. All this coronavirus stuff, it's all put on hold at the moment. But other than that, I've been coaching through the school system. I got my C license, coached at a local soccer club, Burwood, and then coached at Sydney Olympic and Sydney Uni and just taken a break from coaching this year. Yeah, and that's my soccer stuff in a nutshell. Yeah, nice. Um, in terms of who would be the Craig Foster of the group, Jonathan? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. He watches a lot more football than you and I. He's crazy about Leeds, ridiculously obsessed with Leeds. I think he lo- watches a lot more Australian football than yeah. us as well. And, and Jono will, will happily sit down and watch the other games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 got to be a good matchup for me to sit yeah. down and watch another game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will be watching a lot of Wellington Phoenix once once they're Touchwood back onto the yeah. the field, um, simply because I, I I think they're a great story this year. Well, I, I actually, I'll probably say I'm, a, I'm probably a little bit more analytical about the about the game itself, actually, mm. the playing. But in terms of what happens at football, 
Yeah, the 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 things surrounding football Jono, definitely all yeah. across it, all yeah. across it, like a like a rash. Yes, um, and so that's our Q and A for the week. Um, thank you for sending those in, uh, especially um, such a last minute. Uh, response bit. we only we only sent out the tweet last night right so thank you um yeah thank you for that uh finally sean you've got a bit of news to share with us yeah a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a drum roll thank you so much for is all that a corner kick what do you mean that's the corner in the cove where you oh, right, the chairs. Yeah, okay, yep, yeah, yep. yeah nice Thanks you go to games <sighs> not anymore <laughs> um Last week, a lot of people got uh, sent us their receipts from their donations with Luke Bratton's um, shaving of his hair for his wonderful sister. Keep battling away, Holly. Stay strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, uh, for all those people that sent their receipts, we put their names in a hat. And if James, if you could stick your hand in the hat with all the names and the receipts of people who... Um, who sent us their receipts, keen to get their hands on the Alice Brock signed playing card. And I'll pull out a winner. There we go. And the winner is, and apologies, I'm pretty sure I'll pronounce this correctly, Jen Ciardi or Chiardi. Yeah, depending on on your dialect, (laughs) I guess. Or part of Italy. Uh, Hopefully not the north at the moment. Um, Yeah. yeah. Or just all of it. Yeah. so thank you so much, Jen. Jen, Jen you're our winner. Well done. You are now the new owner of the Alex Brosk playing card signed by... Alex Brosk. By the GOAT. Um, Sean will be slipping into your DMs. Oh, Jono will. He's Well, I feel like you're more qualified <laughs> to slip into DMs, Sean. What are you trying to say? That you're a beautiful man and anyone would be lucky to have Nothing you. Nothing but professional. Um, congratulations, Jen. Uh, I think that's it, Sean. Yeah, James, it's been a pleasure. It just, has. just the two of us. I feel like we've got a new podcast now. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for who. putting up with us. Um, we're a little bit looser in tongue than than Jono. Um, uh, a little bit less disciplined. The kids at times. have the run of the classroom. Exactly uh, right. Teachers gone out. Um, before we leave you, once again, thanks to the Hills Podcast Studio at Bella Vista Hotel. Please do follow, like, tweet us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, get on to SFCU to submit your votes for player of the round. Uh, and until next time, I'm James Pearsenton. And I'm Sean Maloney. And see you soon. Bye.